All right. God is good. Amen. I'm trying something different today. I'm using my notebook, my devotional notebook that I use for today's message. If I can get myself situated, that will be helpful. Uh, if you missed the PPP, it was really, really good. It was really good. We didn't record anything, but uh, it was amazing and uh, um, more than I expected. I'm not saying I wasn't expecting anything. I'm not saying that some of the people are sharing was not good, but I'm saying it surprised me in many different ways how God was putting a lot of things together for me. And um, it was not, you know, I remember, this is like my notes, a number of years ago, when he started to do PPP, there was a season when we had Different pastors come and speak. Pastor Carlos came and spoke one night. Stephen Chandler spoke one night. Pastor John and different people spoke, like almost like a revival meeting each night. But in some ways, a good close friends of ours were like bringing major words. But this week, this week when he did PPB this year, really did in house, in a in a Sue sharing God's word, what God is saying, what he believed God is speaking to our church. Michael sharing, me and Pastor Mimi shared. And we invited a friend from uh, Nova Hub to come and share. It's a friend to come and share. And each one, I think, fit perfectly in together. See, if you missed it, I don't know what I can say because you missed it. <laughs> because we didn't record it. But if you want, you can talk to Jericho. He made a very good note. Very good, I would say. It's actually one of the notes he made on my message. I... I scanned it on my phone and I blew it up and put it in my, I said, it looks good, but I can preach out of this. Even better than my, my own notes. Anyway, so uh, you can, I, I made some PowerPoints today. Not, not regular, not like regular. It, there's no 50 slides, probably only about 15 or so. But uh, I'm going to let the people in the back sort of click it. I think you can look, and look at it there. Uh, what I want to begin, today I'm focusing on only one verse. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21. I want, us to mem- I want us to memorize this verse together. Your ears will hear a word behind you. Let me put a word in this saying, this is the day, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right or to the left. Let me say it again. I just put a phrase in there, a word in there, which is in original. I think they took it out to make sense in this way in NASB. Your ears will hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right or to the left. Can you do it together? Let's say it together. Your ears will hear a word behind you. This is the way. Walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right or to the left. Now, let me pray once. God, I just come before you right now. I ask your guidance, especially today. As I speak forth your word, I ask you to fill me with your nearness and presence. You will inspire every word that is spoken. and You will be honored and glorified here, God. 
We open our ears and we listen to you today. You want more than knowledge? You want more than understanding? We need all these, but we want you in our midst. We want your presence of God as we worship you. You are near. We give you glory, God. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. What happened was, um, probably last about three weeks or so, I've been asking, praying, asking God, what is the word you are giving to us this year? I've been asking for the whole three weeks, three weeks to about a month. And I was in my prayers, this is what I'm asking. And this is one of the ways I hear God is, I will ask, as I pray, I'll ask God questions, and often He will give me thoughts, words, that really, and then, then I will know when this is from God. This is how, I, how God gave me the word last year about open door. I was asking what, I, I don't know why that morning I was asking God, what keys are you granting to open the doors? And God reminded me the phrase open door from Revelation. And then I asked God, is this from you? Is there confirmation? And then God gave me confirmation last year because I knew it was a word for the Lord. This year I was praying, uh, praying throughout the whole week. The last month or so I've been praying and I think it was December 19 when Michael Michael was in town. My, my, my daughter, Anna, and Michael, my three grandkids, were in town. And she showed up one of the morning, time, one of the mornings to come and pray with me. So you usually make me happy and join me in prayer. This time I only got to do once in the last three weeks. Anyway, she prayed with me. That morning I was praying, I was asking God, and I thought I heard a phrase in my mind from King James Version. It says, Walk ye in it. It's not a normal. It's like walk ye in it. It's the old translation. And so I, I knew it was a, uh, it was a scripture verse. So I Googled it. Google knows everything. Voila came Isaiah 30, 21. This is where the verse came from. Your ears will hear a word behind you. Kama, saying kama. This is the way. In King James it says, walk ye in it. Whenever you turn to the right or to the left, that's really the, the, the that verse came to me. And so I looked this up, and it really resonated in my heart. This is right. And I told that morning to Michael, that verse to him. And I said, what do you think? I said, sounds great to me. But uh, so uh, I want to just meditate upon this word a little bit. And I... And, Somewhere down the line, I will need, I'll put the context into it. So as I get the word and I pray through this thing, initially I look at this verse and say, what are some of the things God is saying? The thing that first initially really, God really spoke to my heart was, walk ye in it. Because the word God has given us the last year, uh, with different confirmations, was open door. Pastor Mime and I thought this year that that word God gave us last year, open door, didn't finish. We thought we were continuing this year. We've been saying that for about a, about a month or so. And in light of that, when that God, God said, walk ye in it. Walk in it. I feel like it was like, walk into the door. Now this is the year we walk into the door more. All right? Thank you. I place before you an open door which no one can shut. Because you have little power. The verse goes on to say, but you kept my word and did not, did not deny my name. I've set before an open door. And we've seen God being into open doors in many different ways. Anyway, um, so the first thought was, 
walk you in it. But second thought that really God highlighted to me was, your ears will hear a word behind you. It's about hearing. It's about hearing. So let me go back to, let me go back to walk in a little bit before I go into the next, next thought. Uh, what really amazes me was Sue, uh, uh, I don't know what to call him anymore. I don't know if I call him Elder Sue or Pastor Sue, but he's not ordained yet, so I, I cannot call him Pastor Sue yet. So Pastor to be Sue, okay. Missionary to be, missionary to be Sue, okay. When he gave the, when he spoke God's word on December 16th, it was amazing, a great word. And I, I knew it wasn't just a great preaching. It was a good preaching. I was sitting in the front feeling like, man, that boy is, Sorry, sorry, calling him boy, but he's not a boy anymore. But, but he, it's like, man, he's making me look bad. He's so good that make me look bad. So, okay. And he had, he had no notes, walking around, and it's like, anyway. Okay. The word was good about faith that never fails. And my son-in-law, Michael, and our missionary partner, Michael, shared last week about radical obedience this is what is needed. When you walk by, when you walk into God's promise in our lives, into open door, we need the faith to walk in. It takes radical obedience to walk in it, into it. And I feel like God was reminding us to, about how to walk in that thing. Therefore, in light of that, walking in it makes so much sense. You walk in by faith, in radical obedience. It makes sense to me. Perfect sense. Because often, even though God opened the door for you, we are scared to walk in. We do not know what, whether we should, we should walk in or not. That's, that happens in us often or not. Fear is great, one of the greatest hindrance, if not the greatest hindrance of faith. Fear hinders us from trusting in God. Fear actually is, I think, opposite of trust in God. But because of faith, we do not Fear because we do not walk with God. We shy away from obeying God. Just a dumb, uh, dumb story just hit my mind. Today I'm sort of, I'm looser, okay, okay? I'm not going with the note, okay? Uh, one of the dumbest things that I've done, okay, it's like already 22 years ago, went to Dallas to speak at a youth retreat and in a, one of the big Korean churches in, in the Dallas area. And Apparently, when they go to retreat, one of the things they do in one of the afternoon is they go on a diving into water from the rock cliff. They went, so they went to this place. It's like you can look down. It's like really scary. At least twenty feet down there, scary looking thing, right? And and I see the little kids, youth group kids, all jumping in and diving in there. So I'm I'm here, the speaker. I'm I'm supposed to be, you know, strong guy. I'm scared. Heck. I don't want to say I'm scared. So I, you know, I, my mind, is, if I don't look at it, it won't be scary. And I, also I wanted to look good. So you know what I did? I did a handstand. So I thought, I said, if I do a handstand, and I let come down with the feet in, that, you know, so I, and I couldn't do a handstand, I stood on hand, so I, and then I'll go down with the feet. Not, not, if I do head first, I'll be scared. So if I go feet, I'll be okay. You know what happened? When it has that handstand and, Came down, I over 
I over-rotated, I barely flopped. <laughs> but I looked good. Did a handstand and went down and, oh my goodness. Why am I talking about it? Fear. Sometimes fear makes us do stupid things or not make us do things we ought to do. One of the, when, even though God opened the door before us, one of the things we don't have, might have faith to walk in it. Or we may not, and then, then not obey God. You know what I mean? And in light of that, second part of the message, one more thing. When, if you're here on Friday night, PPP, when Michael is sharing to the youth group and the church, youth group and uh, college students, something, he said something very interesting. And somehow something in my head said, this is right. He was talking about how, uh, how he felt like there was a light, a crack of door was opening, a light, crack of light coming in. You know, and how, you know how the door sort of opens a little bit and the light sort of comes in a little bit? And he talked about how the image of how door sort of opening. But he felt like the door is not fully open. But put, he, he, he said he felt the door open fully in the first half of this year. And some... Uh, climactic thing eventually take place. There will be a marker for the years to come in this century. He mentioned about how World War II was an event that set prop, prop propelled America, U.S. America, into the prominence in the in the world. World War II was an event that propelled America into the 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 power nation in the world. So sort of in the sense that something, he thinks the door will open and wide open where there will be events which will mark for years to come. There was a marker there. It sounded like grandiose, but I thought he was reading some prophetic person or something. Did you say no? That's what I wrote. And, and I feel like that has some, some important significance in us. The thought is that I feel like God was, God was opening a door, but it was not fully opened yet. God is opening the door fully more this year. To do that, to walk into we need faith and radical obedience. And another thing here, that another thing God, this verse says is, you ears will hear a word behind you saying. Now, now there's a hearing in the back. This is what God was highlighting to me, that there's a hearing that needs to happen. You walk into it because God, said, God shows this is the way you walk in it. So you know this is a right way because God shows you. And he tells you to walk in it because you heard him say. So the part, even before obeying, obeying and hearing, obeying and, 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 and having faith in God, it begins with hearing God. Because Bible says in Romans chapter, chapter I believe, 10, the faith comes from hearing. Hearing comes from the word of God, word of Christ. Faith comes from hearing. So hearing has to happen first. If you had to really obey and follow God and really think about this, Abraham, how did Abraham went, went, went to where God told him to go? Because he heard God say, go to the land, the, the land I tell you to go. By faith he walked because he heard God say, he has to hear first so he can obey and go out there by faith. So hearing, God reminded me about hearing God. Now, this verse seems to suggest, say that your ears will hear a word behind you speaking to you, God guiding you. 
<coughs> Sorry. Now we need to go to a little bit of Bible study to look at the context to make sense. So I don't, we don't want to just take a word and, and, and somehow twist it by not looking at the context. When we study the Bible, we always say context is the king. Context makes clear what God is saying. In, in Isaiah 30, in Isaiah 30, what was happening in Isaiah 30 is that, is that God, uh, Isaiah prophesying, speaking God's word in the time of King Hezekiah, where a Syrian empire is rising in power. And the great army was coming to invade the Judah, the southern kingdom of Israel, coming. And now the Israelites, Judah, the nation of Judah was scared. Hezekiah, all the king people were scared. And some people were, um, some people were scared and what to do. And God tells them, so, and so, so now rather than, so rather than trusting in God and asking God for help, what they did was they, they, they sent to Egypt for help and alliance. And God says to them, Woe to the rebellious children, declares the Lord, who executes a plan but not mine, makes an alliance but not on my spirit in order to add sin to sin, who proceed, from, proceed down to Egypt without consulting me to take refuge in the safety of Pharaoh and to seek shelter in the shadow of Egypt. God began to say, when this thing was happening, rather than you rather than trusting in me and asking me to help, you are not asking for You went to Egypt, another nation, who will not really help you, to help you and, and somehow find refuge in them and, and they, will, they will not help you. And so often when things get difficult, when things happen, Often, we, rather than trust, turning to God and asking God for help, we turn to wrong places. That's, that's us. Often it happens. Often asking God is a last resort. We look for other ways to help ourselves. You know, talk to other people and talk. Maybe people make you help, whatever it might be. And here God says, no. You, are not, you have not asked me. You are not count, uh, seeking my face. God continues to say that uh, in that chapter 30, the Isaiah saying, you will not hear God's law. I don't know know what happened in the next slide. I'm sorry, let me check. Okay. So God says, for this reason of rebellious people, false sons, you are not your sons but false. Sons who refuse to listen. You don't listen to my word. Listen to me, the instruction of the Lord. And not only that, only they're not listening to the word of God, but also it says, who says to seers, you must not see visions. And to the prophet, you must not prophesy to us what is right. Speak to us pleasant words. Prophesy illusions. And they didn't want to hear God, God's word, and, and, and they didn't like it. So I, I want you to speak to us something nice, something pleasing to our ears. We don't want to hear prophets unless it's something that we like to hear. They're rejecting God's counsel, rejecting God's help. But God says, thus the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel has said, in repentance and rest, you will be saved. In quietness and trust is your strength. But you are not willing, God says. Your strength will be if you trust in me, if you put confidence in me, you return to me. And rest in me, I'll take care of you. But you will not. 
And, 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 but instead, they want, they, some of the people want to run away to Egypt to be saved. And they'll, if God said, you and they will not help. But, before I go there, but historically when Aram, the, the Assyrians came, they went down to Egypt, they defeated Egypt. But Jerusalem stood. Just that Jerusalem didn't fall. Remember 185,000 soldiers being killed by the angel overnight? That those who stayed, trusted God, and stayed in the city, they were saved. Those who ran down to Egypt for help, they were destroyed. God said, in repentance and, and trust and rest in God and in, in quietness and confidence in God, you will be saved. Your strength will be there. You listen to God and trust in God. That's your strength, God says. And then next verse, God says, next verse, verse 18, God says, And therefore the Lord longs to be gracious to you. Therefore he waits on high to have compassion on you. For the Lord is God of justice. Who, how blessed are all those who long for him. I underline the three words, longs and waits and long. They're all the same word. They made it so they, it sounds a little similar. I mean, it, it makes more sense. God waits to be gracious to you. He waits on high to have compassion on you. How blessed are those who wait for him. Those who wait upon the Lord will find strength in the Lord. And God continues us to say, verse 19, I believe I have 19 up there, right? Okay. Okay. I don't have 19. Okay. Sorry, I'm not really playing, doing all the Bible studies I, I, was, I would like to. Before I... Um, let me go and remember, let me just reiterate that verse again, verse 15. For, the, for thus the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, has said, in repentance and rest, you will be saved. In quietness and trust is your strength. But you will not, you are not willing. But I want to say this morning, but we are willing, God. They, maybe they didn't, but we are willing. As for me and our, our household, we are willing. We will obey and trust. Remind me of Pastor Mimi's favorite song ever. I don't know if you know. Trust and obey. There is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. How simple it is. The faith is trusting in God and obeying. That's what Pastor to be Sue and missionary Michael spoke about faith and radical obedience. You see that the glorious and amazing invitation and call and promise about God is that God will be with us. That God, God, God leads his sons and daughters to his presence that abides and and that he guides. And if, if you look at the next three verses in, in 
Isaiah 30, which I don't have the words up there, talks about how, let me go on, let me see. Sorry. I don't, I, this is, okay. Yeah, I, I, don't, I didn't put the word like now. Verse 21 is where you ears should hear uh, a word behind you. Verse right before that it says, your teacher, God, the Lord God, your teacher will not hide anymore. I, may, I, I, I just need to explain it a little bit. Hearing God, God speaking to us, God being with us, that is God's greatest blessing in our life. God's presence leading us. And God's abiding presence also leading us what to do, where to go. There are two aspects of hearing God. The one is overall sense where God speaks to us, general direction, where we, how we need to live, where we're supposed to go. It's like if you go uh, to, my, to, my, to go to college back here, to, to go to University of Maryland College back from here, you'll take I-95 South, get exit 20, 27 and, and to, the, to that direction, and then go 25, exit 25 down, and you go to Route 1. One night, there's, you get, sort of get a big direction, but you also need final details how to go. There is an overall sense where God is teaching us, showing us how to live. That's the teacher God showing us how to live. They, and then, yet... Jesus, thank you. It, it, yet your teacher will not hide himself anymore, but your eyes will see your teacher. Thank you for putting that verse up. In the sense where the teacher is the Lord God who teaches how to live day by day. You see, we need that. But also the verse 21, focus on your ears will hear a word from you. Whenever you turn to the left or right, this is the way walking, meaning your days of fine-tuned guidance, step-by-step step how God guides. This is more than just a principles or, or, or the truth that we live by. We need direct guidance and more clear guidance in the way we live in, in our days. This is what God is speaking to us, promising us. For us to really walk into God's promise, the open door God has given, we need to walk by faith in radical obedience. We need to be hearing God, God guiding us in that way. We need to grow in hearing of God, learning to hear God clearly. And that my prayer for this year is that we will grow in hearing of God. Hearing of God, God grows in many different ways. One of the ways really is the Word of God. The, the, the teacher God showing, reveal, reveal to us the Word of God and show us how to live, how to walk by daily. The principles to live by. We, need to hear, we hear God in many different ways. One of them is by definitely through the word of God. We, we hear God many different ways. We have, we have to grow in that aspect hearing God. God is good. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little warm here. I'm a little, I don't know why I'm a little anxious here. Let me loosen up a little bit. You have a lot of time. So one of the things I'm praying this year is that we will learn to hear God better. And definitely hearing God, first of all, from the word of God, how to walk by, walk by his truth in the ways. We don't have to ask God, can I steal something? Because I want that. We don't have to ask that. That's, you know that's not right. The things we walk by, we walk because we live because God, you know this is not in God's will. 
But we also need guidance in more specific things where there's no specific uh, guidance in the Word of God. We need more direct guidance, but not. It's interesting how um, this morning I saw Paul Pearl. I know she went to Urbana this year. She loved it. Apparently she loved it. And she came and she told me about how one of, one of the incidents happened some, while she was in, I think, one of the places waiting. Or somebody came and said, can I pray for you, a stranger? Has that ever happened to you? And this person began to pray exactly the things she'd been thinking about, praying about. For, for us in our church, you know, this is not something totally new. We heard about this. We've seen this often enough. We are called to hear God and pray for one another and ask God's guidance. Pastor Mimi is looking at me. I'm sorry. No, okay. Look at me like. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we, we have, this is not something any, uh, not unfamiliar to us. God speaks to us. We believe God speaking to us. We, we wait upon God to guide us. You know, and how often, we, how often we've seen and heard testimonies of people, you know what? I feel like I need to pray. Can I pray for you? I feel like I need to talk to you. About I feel like I have a word for you. A thought for you. Can I share that with you? And often for me when I pray for people, not always, but often when I pray, I feel like God gives me a thought and the word for that person. And that is something that they need to hear. I'm not saying I'm hearing God clearly, but, but you sense God giving those words to encourage one another. And we are learning and growing in God. And, and, and the thing is that God is not just God who's way out there who just gave us a word to live by. No, God is who lives in us through the Spirit. He lives, He's with us. He is guiding us. He's speaking to us. He wants to walk with us day by day, every moment. That's, that's, that's the promise of God, that He is guiding and leading. This is what we believe. This is what we want to grow in. Now, we need, to, we need to grow in many different ways. How do we hear God clearly? You know, and that's where we are growing in. Often, the part of our walk with God is learning to walk by faith. We may not hear every single thing God says, but we love walk by faith. There's also an aspect where we do wait upon God to speak. We ask for God's for guidance, some steps. And both has to happen, both. Both has to happen in our lives. This year, what I'm praying is that God will help us to grow in hearing God through the Word, yes, as well as in, in, in all different aspects of life, including even through the friends and people we know, people we pray through prayer, through even for me, oftentimes through songs and praises. And the God will give me nudges and God will guide, guide, guide me, learning to we need to grow in different ways, as well as dreams as well as visions, as well as prophetic words, all different avenues that God will open up so that we may hear him clearly. We may walk by faith in God's ways. Amen? I don't know why I'm struggling with something that we always already believe, as if you do not believe in this. Something we, we all understand. We believe Holy Spirit of God who lives in us, loves to speak to us. Amen? I mentioned it on, I think, Wednesday night when I was sharing some of this. I think I was more clear on Wednesday night than today. I don't know why. But, but one of the things I shared was 
When I do premarital counseling sessions, some of you I've done premarital counseling sessions with you. One of the first things we talked about is good communication. Two things, right? Angela and Jonathan, you know, we talked about this. Two, two basics of good communication is active listening and assertive speaking. Not aggressive, assertive speaking. Active listening is when you listen actively. Open, we are not good in that. L listening actively what God is saying to us. Right? In any, any conversation, I need to hear what you're saying. You don't want to talk to me when I'm watching, watch, when I'm watching Steelers play Ravens. Because I will not be listening to you. But you know what? Active listening. We listen actively to what God is saying. Open, we don't hear. But we need to be active listening to God. And the assertive, assertive speaking is letting, God, letting the other person know how I feel and what I, what I want. Right? Same, that's what prayer really is. Prayer really is letting God know how I feel, where I am, what I need, what I want. The communication has to go back and forth. I actually listen to what God is saying and also I let God know what I'm feeling, what I am, what I need, what I want. That, that communication happens. Here, uh, we need to grow in hearing God. And then hear, actually listening to what God. Second part of the hearing, it really is, as the context talks about how Israel, Israel were not listening to God because they didn't want to obey God. Listening is obeying. You know, we say, we, as parents would say to your kids, listen to mommy. They're not saying just, just listen. We're saying, why aren't you doing what I tell you? You didn't listen to mommy, meaning you disobeyed. Listen always means obey, right? When you talk to our kids, listening is obeying. Because I don't, I'm not listening because I don't want to obey. I don't want to follow God. Am I growing in our hearing? Maybe because I don't want to hear it. That's what Israelites did. They said to prophets, do not speak any, prophets anything unless, on, on other, th other than the things we want to hear. Seers, do not see any visions. We don't want to hear from you. Because you're not saying anything nice I want to hear. And if I'm willing to hear God clearly, I need to be willing to hear what God says, whatever he says, whether I like it or not. Right? And listening involves obedience. I'm off my notes somehow. I don't know what happened. Let me just say a couple, a couple things about more about uh, listening. You see, to go back about general overall word, when God gave promise to Israelites out of Egypt and to go into promise, and God told through Moses how to go and what, what they will be doing, God gave overall plan. That's the, in a way, teaching God is given. They walk in. But as they walk in, Joshua had to wait upon God for every single city to go in both detailed ways. When they, and the first battle they had was in Jericho where, you know, they li obey, listened to God, obeyed God. God's way was you walk around the city once a day. On the seventh day, you walk around seven times. And the seventh time, you blow a trumpet and begin to shout, and the wall will fall down. That's how you fight the battle. Really? And they obeyed, and the wall fell down, and they routed the city, destroyed the city, and took the city. They had a great victory. Next was a very tiny city. So small, they only said, we said 3,000 soldiers only. They didn't even ask God. We got this big city down, next small one, we just sent 3,000 people, they will win. 
as they went in, they had a first defeat, demoralized. So I think 36 soldiers died, meaning 36 families lost father and husbands. Okay? Because they didn't ask God. They found out God didn't go with them because there was sin in the midst. They went on presumptuously because they didn't ask. Not only that, in, I think, chapter 9 of Joshua, the, uh, the people from Gibeonites came in disguise, acting like they came from far away, making their clothes ragged, with, filled with dust, and, and they wanted to make alliance with them. And so they made alliance with them. God, the Word of God says they didn't ask God. Because they didn't ask God, they compromised with the enemy. Now, this, so every single step of the way, I need to be asking God and hearing God. Not only major ways, but even when I turn to the right to the left. Right? Amen? One of the, the passages I love in the Bible is about King David before he became a king. And you know, so he went on a battle, and I think 2 Samuel chapter 5, fighting with the same Philistines, same region. And each time he, first time he went and said, God, should I go up? God said, go. I give it to you. And they have a battle. They win big. A little later, the Philistines, are there all over again. He asked him, God, should I go? God says, no, do not go up. But I want you to go around. In the back, when, the, when you hear the sound from mulberry tree, then you attack them. So even the same similar situation, David stopped, stopped to ask God every single time. Never taking for granted. Ask God again. And each time God gave different strategies. So that when he listened and obeyed, that victories. He realized his victories depended upon he hearing God. Because God is the one who fights for them. God is, you are, your victories depend upon God. So you have to hear God every single turn of the way. Why is, this, why is it really striking? Because even the door may be open before us to walk in. I cannot just run right in. I've, I've, at each step of the way, I need to ask God, how do I go in? Is it the right time? Which steps do I take? How do I go in, God? I need to be asking each moment. I don't want to walk in presumptuously. I don't want to do a sin of presumption thinking, just because things look okay doesn't mean I should do it. I need to know whether this is the right time. There's a timing for things, there's a way of doing things. The God is the guy. The God is saying this year, you'll hear what behind you saying. This is the way. Walk in it. We need to really learn to hear God saying, God, is this the way I'm, I'm supposed to go? Even though this is the right thing we all should be doing, but is this the right time? Is this the right way? Is this, do I go in now or not? Amen. This is true in anything. If you're in business, I believe right timing is very crucial. Writing in a wrong time means failure. You need to go in a right time, right, right thing, right time, right way. God is guiding us this way. And that not, only, not only hearing God is about guidance. It is about guidance. But it's more than that. The greatest thing about hearing God is not guidance. I love guidance. Remember uh, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. All your ways, acknowledge him, invite him in, and he'll make your path straight, right? Every single way, I acknowledge God and invite him in. I love the fact that God does lead us. 
But the ultimate goal of leading, hearing God is not being led by God. That's great. That's not the ultimate goal. Ultimate goal is my loving relationship with him. Right? That's my favorite song. To know him, to know him is a cry of my heart. Can you find it? I mentioned this, I sang it on, on Wednesday night too, but uh, yeah. This is like, I, I sang it like 29, no, no, not 29 years ago, almost 30 years ago, that's right, 29 years ago in the church. And, and some of you who were there with me in those days, which very few of you, some of you were even born alive those days. And a pastor Mimi knows because she's so much older than all of you. <laughs> or she was with, she, she's with me. Richard, do you know? You know? Because you, you know, and so here's the line here. Look, it says, to hear what he is saying brings life to my soul. To know him, to know him is a cry of my heart. You see, the hearing is not just about being led, doing things right. Those are great. The most important thing of communication so that my relationship with the one I love is increasing. When you, when you are not in good relationship with your wife or husband, you don't talk to one another. You know, you know what I'm talking about, guys, right? Men, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You are in a doghouse when your wife does not talk to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? When your wife don't talk to you, you know, you know something's wrong. Maybe a day, two or three or four or five, six or ten or a month, she doesn't talk to you. You know you're in a big trouble. See, hearing a communication is about relationship more than anything else, right? To hear, hear, hearing God means God is near, God loves, God cares. Our relationship with God is right. Thus this song, to know him, to know him is a cry of my heart. Spirit, reveal him to me. To hear what he's saying, bring life to my soul. To know him, to know him alone. To be a, we, are, we want to grow in hearing God. Not, to be, not only to be led by God into the right path. To see God's victory comes in our lives. More than that, that our loving relationship with him will grow. Amen? That's what it is. That he, I, I know that he loves me, that he delights in me. That's who I am, what I am. Create us all, and I, I'm, I believe God is calling us back to what Hope Church is always about. We are all about intimacy with God first. We want to be good at loving God and being loved by God. And also Hope Church is about hearing God. We are, we are learning about hearing the heart of God, knowing what God's desires are, what God is speaking to. We will walk by that because there is hope in this world. See, some of the confirmation for me was when Michael shared his message last week, how he said, one of the, how he said, Hope Church is supposed to be a place we learn to grow, to hear God. Talked about one of the messages I shared about Joseph. How Joseph had three sets of two dreams, and he was growing in hearing God and understanding what God is saying. I remember in letter he said, "I remember Pastor Q saying that we are called to be a church that hears God's voice clearly. That's who we are. To hearing God clearly, 
Why? Without communication, there is no intimacy with God. Don't tell me you are good, doing well with God in your relationship with God if you are not praying. Don't tell me that you are growing in God in relationship with Him when you are not hearing what God is saying through His Word or you are talking to Him. If there is no conversation between you and God, how can you have a good relationship? You cannot. End of the day, Christian life is about our relationship with God who is with me, who loves me, walks with me, and he talks with me and, and tells me that I'm his own. Hearing of God is about intimacy with God. Amen? This is what God is leading us into this year. As you walk into, as the doors are being opened wide, more, more wide, fling wide the open door. As God leads, we want to walk in by faith, in radical obedience, hearing God clear what God is saying, and loving relationship with Him. Why? Yesterday, um, you should share a word and a word and a phrase that really stuck to me and passed to me. Next level. God is taking us to the next level. To go there, we need to strengthen our foundations. We need to hear more clearly. We need to walk by faith and obey but so that we may walk into that next level. We experience the breakthroughs God is granting in our lives. These are all part of all the words are coming together perfectly in line. And the final word is really, it will be ear of restoration. This passage, Isaiah 30, goes on to talk about how when God said, you know, you'll hear a word behind you, this is the way walk in it. Next verse, it says that you'll repent. You'll get away with your idols. Then God will bless you. The rain will come. You're going to have, you're going to have grain and everything. Your God's blessing will come. God will restore things, bless you even through difficult times. God restores things. You see, because God's, God will lead us to turn to him, repent from our ways, turn to him, so that God will bless us again. Restore restoration that comes. Amen. So my prayer for all of us is that we will grow in hearing God. Yes, and, and, and by faith, hearing God, by faith we will walk into what God calls us into. Amen? He will definitely do that this year. Okay. Daniel, come. What is the word, what is the song God gave you in your heart? You want to see whether Daniel has been hearing God? This morning or not. <laughs> I, t- I told him, as you listen to the message, ask God for the song that he wants us to have. I trust that God has spoke to you already. God is good? I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I want, I want us to look at just a couple of things here. One, one, one thing. For me, hearing God involves, yes, from the word of God. Plus, the Spirit of God urging us, speaking to us. Both has to be there for Word of God already revealed and that we, we become a live, really living relationship with God. Our relationship with God is not, just, not based just upon a book. We are upon the person of Jesus Christ that through the Holy Spirit endures within us. We, in hearing God involves both the Word of God and hearing the Spirit of God together. Amen? So we need to grow in that aspect. In every way. I'm asking God to release dreams and visions. All, every, every news so we can hear God clearly. 
know how God is leading us. That we will walk in that way. So this year I'm going to be praying for you years a lot. I come and put my hands on your ears and pray. Symbolically. My pro- symbolic gesture. That God will increase your hearing. That God will give, maybe give you a hearing aid. Holy Spirit hearing aid. So he, he can hear, hear God better. I'll be praying for year, years a lot this year. Okay? Let's, let's pray. As you pray, can you put your hands on your ears now? Symbolic gesture here. Surrender. Lord God, we are here. We listen. We obey. Speak, O oh Lord, what you desire. Show us your ways, God. O oh Lord, you promised saying, you ears will hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Whenever we turn to the right or to the left. Father, we ask today, God, that we will, we will grow in intimacy with you. We want to hear you clearly. We want to walk and trust in you by faith and obey you, God. So lead us in the way you want us to go. See you be honored and glorified in all that we do. We praise you, we honor, we give you glory, God. So let your blessings come. Let your restorations come. Let the revivals come. Let your purpose come. Let your kingdom come on earth, even in this place, in our city, in our nation. May you be glorified and honored, God. But we say, here we are. We open our hearts and minds and ears. We listen we, to obey God. We love you, we honor you, we give you glory in the name of Jesus. Amen.